number 16. Ah, Yay. exotic liability. <laughs> <laughs> what All was right. that? That was the exact opposite of the Beastie Boys intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to. Um, so once again, you got it. Chris and Karen and Ryan here. Hi. Hey. Uh, so this one, we're going to do all sorts of fun stuff because I know all the other ones are boring. Um, so that's why we uh, we picked up Rob Fuller or Mubix or Mubix. How, how do you say that? I I, I just sound it's like I'm Mubix. sucking on it, an ice cube or something. It, it really doesn't matter. It, it's, it's just easier to brand Mubix than it is Rob Fuller because there's a Western star that actually owns that namespace. Nice. Google so you, it. So it your name up. is copyrighted by a Western star. By some Western dude? Pretty much. So does does that mean we would have like somewhat of a copyright infringement if we like hired you to sing a Western song about hacking? <laughs> I don't know. If it's about hacking, maybe I can get with it. Can we, can we start like co-branding it? Delchi and I were talking about doing a uh, 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 Def Crunk CD <laughs> where it would just be nothing but people from Def Con and like... <clears throat> changing all of the raps, like if you have you seen that uh, YouTube or whatever video that's called "Read a Book." No, oh, it's it's but hysterical. If, oh. if you get people crunking, they're they're gonna be starting to fight. <laughs> exactly. It's not faking. Oh, see, hey. we actually just totally talked about. We how, were just like, talking the 303 about. Just decided got bored and decided to fight each other. Yeah, we we we're, we're on the last episode. We were talking about uh, uh, drunken hacker fighting and how funny it is. <laughs> Like Polish more fencing. like girl fighting, right? Uh, and, yeah. and doing like a Beyond Hacker Dome at DEF CON where like, you know, build this cage with Cat5 cable and motherboards and hard drives and like throw a bunch of hackers in there and let yeah, them go like, at it. Like 10 pasty white 100-pound kids with motherboards hitting each other. <laughs> I think there's two extremes in the, in the hacker field. There's the guys who do martial arts like religiously and then there's the guys who sit in their basement and weigh about five pounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, were, we, were, we were saying like, we we need to have like the the multi classes so we can have like the general Thunderdome and then just put like like fifteen kids versus Jeremiah, you know, and just just watch them clean house. <laughs> watch watch Jeremiah not need any of the weapons. Just throw him up against the wall. <laughs> and plus, he's a monster. He's fucking huge. Um. So yeah, on security stuff. <laughs> that is security. What are you talking about? Of course it is. Yeah. It's it's physical security exactly. in a way. <laughs> Why do you wear this bulletproof vest? Because I want to look like Fifty Cent. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what's up, dude? What's what's new? What's going on? Um, I mean, tons of stuff going on. Uh, I'm actually doing—I didn't tell you this before—but I'm doing the tools section for DefCon. Really? Where we're we're putting together all the archive tools that have been released, trying to find all of them. It's it, as it, years go back, it gets really hard. But, yeah. Uh, but we're archiving them so that people can get a hold of them and kind of keep a history of what got released at DEF CON. Yes. Uh, actually, That's cool. Um, hey, hey, Rob, I, I have some archives that might help you a lot, actually. Nice. Yeah, and, we and, have, and would love They're huge. Going through it's PowerPoint like, slides just to find links to uh, sites that don't exist anymore is, is interesting. Yeah, this is like 13 gigs of exploits and tools and all kinds of shit. Yep. That'll work. <laughs> and then, and, and they're actually somewhat organized thanks to a really good friend of ours. Yeah did you did you see also that they they reposted everything that came out of Hacker News Network? Yeah, I heard, I saw that uh, from Source Boston. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's cool because there's a there's a ton of code that's that's on there that no one ever knew about, which will probably end up meaning that like you know 
the same thing will happen as before where attacks from 15 years ago now become popular again. <laughs> you know, that actually brings me right into the topic of my of my talk at Tour Camp. Yeah. So Tour Camp, uh, I'm doing I'm doing a, a workshop at Tour Camp, um, which is a cool, you camp out in a missile silo and learn cool hacking stuff nice. over in Washington. And my talk's on the art of pivot and persistence. And the funny thing about it is I'm not releasing no day. I'm not showing you anything new. I'm just showing you how to, you know, go from shell, which everybody's is like, ooh, you got shell, game over, pen test done. Right. And then actually show you how to own the company, you know, get that PEII, get that information that no one wants you to have through user access from a one, one phishing email yeah. or being a website. So I go from the easiest one, where you're a domain administrator, or you pop the domain admin guy, to all the way to being a web user. Nice, nice. Well, and you know that. that and it, go ahead. And it's just showing you how to do stuff that you know normal functionality. And when you when you actually see it, it's like, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> didn't know you could do that. Right. Well, that that's like Ryan showing Pyro how to use Screen. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, really. Screen? Yeah, really. That was like, like, like two or three years ago. He's like, dude, how do you always keep this running all the time? Like, I use screen. What? He's like, what's oh. that? <laughs> I just looked no. at him like, wow, really? Screen is the most wonderful, amazing thing in Linux ever. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen the disown uh, script or the uh, function or whatever it's called? The command disown. No, it's like it's like screen without the uh, need to get into the screen, get out of the screen. Oh, nice. Huh. Um, it's it's on shellfu.org, shell-fu.org. Nice. It was like one of the last ten or so. That's awesome. Pushed. That's yeah. that sounds badass. It, that, it's tough to play with, dude. You know it's you know it's hard. I I you, you talk about this stuff and we talk about this stuff and most of the people that we talk to like from this little basement where we record the podcast, like we all kind of have that same philosophy of like shell doesn't matter and you really need to get to like corporate information. So then I get like lulled on the weekends thinking like the world is changing and then I go back to work on Monday and people are all, I only want you to do a pen test on these four addresses and that's it. And I'm like, fuck, it didn't change. Nothing changed. Uh, or I, wanna, I want you to do a pen test on... Uh, terminal services on this server and oh, only dude. at thirty three eighty nine. Yeah, on on Wednesday night from midnight to, to two in the morning. You know, right? <laughs> well, you know, when you were talking about your speech, it, it, it something we bitch about constantly is is the whole. Well, I got shell. Game over. Well, okay, showing a C level executive or even a VP like you got shell doesn't really connect them to anything. Is like okay, I don't know what that is. I I click a button and, yeah. and I get my email. And then I get my stuff. So like. <laughs> It, people need to realize it's important to not just go, I got shell, game over, I own you. You have to show them, like, I got the shell, and with this shell, I went here, 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 here. Oh, look, credit card numbers. You know, because once you, right. you have, you exactly. have to kind of, like, you know, connect the dots or they just don't get it, so they won't fix it. Right. So, you know, that, that kind of brings up a, a great point, and I know you and I were talking about that a little earlier. Um, we, we need to, I guess, talk a little bit about how... You <laughs> like keep that background. many animals in that house with that many kids. <laughs> uh, I got two. I, I got two cats, a fish, um, probably enough rats to fill a, a, a super dome, and two kids. 
<laughs> so how did the fish make all that noise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, your kids sound like Dante when it, the Chris's dog when I show up at his house. You just sit by the door. <laughs> <laughs> they really well, they just them. woke up. Leave them alone. Oh, oh no, I, lo- I kids are great. It's, I'm sure Gabby does that. Plenty, <laughs> Every, huh? Everybody should have. I went one. outside and they're all staring at me through the window. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you outside? <laughs> the dad. Oh, it's back like the last episode. Dad's outside being a hacker where he can't be married, can't have kids, has to be 17. <laughs> and live in the back, basement. Exactly. Back in the basement. <laughs> right? I'm in the basement now. Sorry. Um, so, so, all right, back onto that for a second. Um, so we were talking about, you know, how we get these kind of what, what we consider professionally kind of ridiculous scopes, but we take them because we know we have to make money in life and we know that customers yeah. need something. Um, so... Why don't we talk about that a little? I mean, how how does somebody pick a good pen testing company other than just like going to my website and like using Moss? Um, <laughs> or well, you? That's, that's what I see it. You know, I, I made the talk for TourCam because I saw a deficit in the in the community, and I made the uh, um, the suggestion for this topic because I I see a deficit in the community. I don't. I, there's a definite problem where a manager can't look at. You know, can't um, say, uh, okay, so this company does pen testing or this company does PCI, and we got, went through them. And in your in episode fourteen, you you clearly stated that about a uh, another company that <laughs> oh, I got O'Day and whatever. Oh wait a second, you mean E and Y? You mean Ernst and Young? You mean hey, lead hacker, you can suck my ass? <laughs> uh, wait, exactly. <laughs> my bad. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm There's, sorry. I'm, hold, I'm holding the door so that they don't open it. Um, <laughs> oh my God! It's zombies. <laughs> Nazi but, zombies. I, so, you know, I don't have an answer. I, I, I think that certifications are not not a a good enough answer. But I, I think there has to be some kind of because we have to know more than the customer. So how are they going to rate what we know? Um, because they're, they're not as knowledgeable. We're, we're SMEs, right? We're subject right. matter experts. Right. So how are they going to know if we know enough, right? Right. Yeah, and so, I, I, I would say I give, I, 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 give that, I give the props again to Bruce on that whole lemon market thing because he's dead on right. I mean, you know, we, we know more than they do. I, I think – I don't know how we – it sounds bad, right? But I don't know how we train our customers better. But well, but you kind of have to train them to to say, "Hey, look, you're going to a doctor. Let me be a doctor. Don't you know? Come to me and go, Doc. I think something's wrong. Why? What do you, why, why? What's wrong? I don't know. My body feels all effed up. All right. Well, let me look at you. Well, you can only look at my hand. <laughs> you're like what? But no, you can only look at my hand, but I'm really screwed up, and you need to fix me, and you need to tell me how I'm screwed up. But just look at my hand and tell right. me. Right. You know, and like. And I don't know how we get that out there to, to kind of let people, I mean, you know, and I try and do it in my business and it's hard, you know, I end up getting down to like, all right, let's, let's throw everything else out. How much money do you have to spend? And I'll tell you how much time I can give you and we'll figure out what right. the hell we can do with that time. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'd, I mean, and, and there's the flip side of it too, where you, you have a company that does, you know, testing, audit, pen test, whatever, and they'll have a customer put out a, what do you guys call them in the regular world? Uh, RFP or something? Yeah, yeah. And I hate that fucking <laughs> sorry, <place. laughs> I don't work in the regular world. Um, Lucky you. So, 
so they'll they'll put it on the RFP and 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 they'll say we need an expert on Oracle, and you'll have half dozen companies put out and say yeah we have an Oracle expert, and then they'll say hey you uh, pen tester you're now an Oracle expert learn it in two seconds, and they're going to be horrible at it, and then they're right. going to say yep audit complete. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, I, it I, happens all the time. That, well, that example is perfect. I love it because I was I was in a job where uh, there was I I was like you know kind of third party advising this company who was bidding, and I told them who I wanted to have win it, and they said, "Well, we have to go with these people because of price and whatever else, and their credentials kind of look the same." And it was right. one person from KPMG versus freaking Dave from NGS on in Oracle Security Audit. And, they, and I was like, and, uh, they, and they chose KPMG. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, hold on, what? Like, what are you? Do? Like, they have no idea what they're doing. And this guy's like the, the freaking Jesus Christ of Oracle hacking, right? Well, and and they're like, well, I mean, it looks the same, and it's all about those indicators. Like, it's all the fucking brochures and shit. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is everybody, and I'm pretty sure that everyone here is going to agree that. Oh, it's IBM versus you know a small little company, dude, or KPMG, or Ernst and Young, or Deloitte and Touche, like. None of those companies have a fucking clue what well, to do. So how, how do you solve the problem? Well, that's the trick, right? Like you have to get yourself, you have to make yourself big enough to, or at least appear to be big enough to compete against those guys. It's, it's impossible. You know, I don't know. I I think one of one of the things for me, whenever I'm guiding management on the selection process, is is kind of having them treated a little bit more like heart surgery and a little less like construction. Um, right. So, like, you know, with heart surgery, you're going to look at, you know, how many heart surgeries of this type do you perform a year? And you're going to look at all the doctors based on that, right? And then you're going to say, okay, how much of your business is founded in just doing heart surgery? Are you a specific heart surgeon? Or are you just, like, some dude with a knife who's done a couple? And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think for me, or at least in, in the work that I've seen out there, the people who specialize in it, who, you know, a hundred percent of their life is security consulting, not like four percent of their life, you know, like IBM, right? Where it's like four percent of their life, but the other ninety-four percent, and and they're a bajillion-dollar company, so it looks like they do so much more money in security. I think it's more focused on the percent of your business that you do that type of work, because if you're still in business, you're probably doing something right, and it's the core of your business, so it's it's what you focus on doing every day. Um, so how about how about stats? So, okay. like, like you're saying, this is these are the uh, things, but like a, a standardized set of stats. So you have to keep anonymous, anonymous stats on. Hey, I've done 30 uh, Oracle audits or Oracle pen tests in the last year. I've done 70 of these. I have these people on staff, and um, these are their expertise, and these are the one. These are the stats for them. Yeah. You know, have something standardized so that someone can go out and say, okay, here's the form 3000 for pen testing um, I want you to fill out this form and have all your stats put on it for your specific people yeah. that you're going to have working on it I, I think that'd I mean, be awesome that's the, that's the only way I can see uh, you know a future in because how do you know if you're going to get a good audit you don't right right well I mean and then once once you have those stats, though, you know, then the only unfortunate part is it's going to get to be the same lying game as firewalls do and used <laughs> to do in speeds and feeds. Like, yeah, of course we can push a gig of traffic. And then you put them in the lab and they push like 200 mega traffic and mixed because their test was 1,500 MTU packets, all the same type from like one point to one point. And they're like, yeah, see, it passes a gig. 
And then when you put it in the real world, they're like, yeah, this thing sucks. You know? <laughs> what happened to gig? It's down to half a gig. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember that with, with NetScreen at Sprint when they continued to tell us because I was putting it in the core of our, our 3G network. And that's what ran everything in 3G was like these big badass NetScreen. Bo- or before it was Checkpoint, right? And Checkpoint couldn't keep up with the traffic because it's small packet size. So we, we went to NetScreen because they had all the, you know, ASICs processors and they could offload the processing and all that. And they're like, yeah, we could easily do a gig. And then Rich, Tina, put the thing in a lab and put it in with Checkpoint and all the other guys and Cisco. Cisco decided we're not even going to play even though we made the claim because they knew that he was going <laughs> to fuck them up. Right? So, so we put them all in the lab. NetScreen won. By yeah. all means, they won hands down because they passed so. 512 megs of traffic. Right. So do we need a company like Breaking Point out there to say, hey, we, we know these guys' stats are true, or we, we tested them, like, whatever, like, and yeah, they're good? Like a consumer reports of security? That would be awesome. Right. That Wouldn't would, that be that cool? That would be fucking cool, actually. You I know, mean, like, just oh, a company look. that all you do is test other security companies yeah. and give you a kind of quality ranking Well, of, and to be fair, and do individual individual products, right? right? You can't just go, oh, this company sucks, or this, this company. I you can, of course but you can. <laughs> you can, but it's not fair. I mean, some companies have crappy products and yeah. good products. Some have, you know, some have strong suits, and, and you know, they're we weak give in you a spot. five. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. E- El is going to now become like the uh, the freaking Gartner of security companies. That'd be badass. That'd so be anybody awesome. listening, if you want to send us your products, <laughs> yeah. If you want to send us your people, <laughs> we'll break it. Um, we'll break them. We'll break actually, them actually, speaking of that kind of testing. Mm-hmm. Um, White Wolf Security is setting up an awesome, awesome uh, setup where you have um, a bunch of security products yeah. in this virtualized lab, and then you have um, any hacker across the world that wants to sign up for an account, and they get... You mean so security the, the, expert, the, the, right? Right. The, <laughs> the model is the, the vendor or whoever wants to put their product out there will pay $3,000 just say, just for a, a number. Um, pay three thousand dollars to put their their product to get tested by these billions of people, hacker security people. Right. And um, and then one thousand of those dollars will go straight into the person who pops it first. Yeah. So you have tons of incentive because you can start making money, legitimate money for busting open systems. <clears throat> yeah, so he was he was actually it, talking about that. There's a ranking. There's a ranking structure in that too, like ladder matches. <laughs> So, nice. So you get ranking structures for the vendors who can who stayed up the longest, <laughs> or um, uh, yeah. Oh God, it's all worldwide yeah. capture the flag only with people's stuff. Well, yeah, he was he was actually at Chicago Con a couple weeks ago talking about that, and uh, it sounds really cool. And I know he was saying that basically you can get an account for free. If you want to just like test shit and bang on on things, um, and then there was he's gonna have some tiers, I guess, for like, and it wasn't terribly expensive. It was like I don't remember the numbers he was throwing out, but there was like it was like dirt cheap for twenty gigs of storage, and 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 for a year it was it, I don't remember the number, but it was really cheap, like fifty bucks or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, um, since I was part of the CCDC in the northwest or northeastern region, um, I was I was part of the the White Wolf Security section of it and we got access to these systems um, through his his setup and I, I have to say it's it's groundbreaking what he's doing man it's crazy 
Yeah, he was saying he had gotten a hold of some of the, the Chinese hardware. He had just got like some crazy Chinese motherboard they're starting to use. They want to put that stuff in there, and I guess they're going to try and grab um, some of the OSs that are being used in China right now by the government. I think Kylan or Kylix oh, or whatever yeah, the hell it's he, called. He was, he was in, uh, in rank with me for the top quote of ChicagoCon because his quote was, we got some really exotic shit from China to bang. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, and I was like, yeah. Okay, so how did you win? Uh, no, I, that. How I, did you I, win out of that? Oh, no, I, 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 I didn't. We were just, we, we, we were, we would like had each given all sorts. I forgot what they had was, do you remember what Don put mine as? God only knows. I don't, it was I don't about know. expensing certain toys. Oh, about oh, expensing, like, <laughs> blow up yeah, dolls. like, like about expensing, you know, like, uh, I can't remember the context of it, but we were talking about expensing blow-up dolls and, like, how that conversation goes with your manager of, like, no, I'm just trying to get behind this door, and there's this radar, and so I had to make a blow-up doll, and, and yeah, some comment came out of that. But, uh, yeah, he was he was talking about uh, all the setup that he had in the class because he was doing the capture the flag thing uh, at Chicago Con. It was, it was really neat. I, I actually did use a piece of paper to show my boss at a certain organization uh, a couple of years ago how to get in, and there was a large piece of metal that was attached to the door a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it's like piece of paper or just straight up like a measuring tape. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, it was, it was, it was, I took it out of the printer inside. I walked <laughs> out with him and, and walked right back in. Nice. <laughs> I win. Uh, I, Chris and I kind of had a thing for blow-up dolls, mainly because they're just so much fun. Wait a second. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's uh, like, like just, just for the effect of like, hey, we bought this $5 blow-up doll and slid it under your door that blew it all up and waved it around and set off the trigger to open the door. <laughs> Before you set off, set off a trigger, that was way too dirty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah I know, I know. It's, but that's okay. This is why we keep doing this week after week. That's how just for you guys. That's why it's called exotic, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, which is probably why we're blocked from God knows how many websites right now, or companies right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why they won't let us have a MySpace profile. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on the we're on the Great Wall somewhere. Nice. Uh, well, dude, that's that's awesome. I. In in your class in the back to the the tour camp stuff, uh, where where do they where do they get info on that? How do they how do they start following you? Because uh, uh, just so everybody knows, I mean, I, I follow a lot of the shit that you do and a lot of the info that you put out there because it's always like really awesome, fresh content that's not, you know, ridiculous. Like, hey, I ran this same script that somebody else did, fucking five years ago, and I got the same exact results. But I'm twittering about it right now because I have nothing else to talk about in my life about other than you know eating pickles and. <laughs> Reading somebody else's shit, so I it, wow. That's why I really like. Well, no, nah, fucking come on. There's so much garbage on Twitter. Like, there's so much crap. Of people like, I just took a dump. People are like, oh, it's awesome. How well, big was it? You know, I mean, like, then, then it gets retweeted like twenty times. Yeah, right. And they're like, dude, Indy three hundred three just took a dump. That's fucking awesome. You know, it's, no, but but seriously, like, uh, how do, how do people get connected with the information you're putting out there? I'm all over, and and the way I do that is I'm going through about twenty three hundred. Uh, well, I think it's up to 24 now, uh, RSS feeds every day. Oh, my God. Um, I got I got GTG down to a science. Like, I can get, go through all those in about 20, 30 minutes. But, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty much all over. Uh, Room 362 is pretty much reserved. It's, it's my domain. Uh, it's reserved for anything that I think is unique to the field. I, I don't put like normal stuff on there. Uh, Mubix Links is uh, 
where I put all the links that I do every every uh, like whenever I find anything cool and new that I want to explain a little bit more than 140 characters on Twitter, which is <laughs> twittercom Mubix. Um, I put on mubix.blogspot.com, and those are all my links. It's got tons of cool stuff, including a uh, one-liner PHP script that runs commands for you that you just inject using another script that I did right behind it um, that allows you to pull a text file as PHP and load it via um, a short script with PHP, nice. which is pretty awesome. That's badass. Um, <laughs> that is fucking so look at that right now. It actually. doesn't look like a PHP file include or anything. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, so... Uh, I talked about Twitter links, Room Three Sixty Two. How about how about talks and, and stuff? Max Five, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TourCamp uh, tour dot org. That's where you can find out all, all about the um, how to sign up and how to get started. I just put um, that they actually out. have rental informations for the camping gear. There's hotels about thirty minutes away if you want to spend the time going back and forth. Um, and Hack Five, Hack Five. Uh, was kind of where I got my start. Uh, Hack five entertaining, entertaining podcast. I don't know if you've seen it before. Yeah, um, no, I've, I've I've watched you guys for a while actually. Yay. Yeah, and podcast, <laughs> video cast. I mean, they're the the thing I like about Hack Five is is that's probably the the freshest and neatest shit that's out there. I mean, I, I always that's that's where I always find like super super neat hacks to put out. I mean, that's that's like you know the first time when I watched the USB the U three Switchblade stuff Switchblade. was was all yeah. the Hack Five yeah. shit that you guys did, and that was that's badass. I mean, you know, and 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 even to this day, there's still people like giving talks about that like it's new. And and you know if yeah. you, if you'd been connected to the community and and been listening to this type of stuff and followed Mubix and followed you know some of the other people out there you'd have known about it for the last four years and been using it. Yeah, instead of you know uh, having it not work. Just the amazing stuff that people have done with the Switchblade is, is pretty nuts. And you know there's books coming out in the recent or in the near future about the Switchblade. So it's I mean yeah Hack Five. The, the thing that, that gets me that we get feedback about all the time is like, well, you're not, you're not like Paul.com or Exile Likeability or Exile Liability where you're giving out O-Days and, and new shit every time. And it's like, dude, what? it's an entertainment show. You're, we're, sh- we're showing cool little hacks that are unique, not, you know. It's just, dude. we actually got on Millworm, there, there was a guy that posted a exploit that he copied which is the hilarious part. And he copied and put it under the under the uh, under the license of fuck hack five. What? Like, yeah, you have you have you can't be a, a fan of hack five if you want to use this exploit that someone else made, which is hilarious. Oh dude. So all right. I it's it's official. Now now all of the hack five guys are on the three oh three side when we go and pick fights with fucking hacker assholes. And and nice. you you guys get to get to hang with the fucking army because I'm so sick of people being <laughs> idiots in security. I just I mean just not to really go off topic, but there are so many people in security who they, they there's like a couple distinct people I think at the at the tops of the field where like they know what they're doing and they're total fucking assholes and they deserve to be kicked out, or they really know what they're doing and it's obvious because they share it with people 
every single day. Like, yeah. like their life is connected to the internet because they're like, hey, I found out this cool new shit and I'm going to put it out as far as Everywhere I can, I as wide as I can to make sure everybody knows about this shit. And, and I really, really appreciate that you're one of those people and not the fucking flaming bag of shit that most of these kids are <laughs> that put out the code and think that they're fucking cool. And all they really need is someone to take them and throw them down a flight of stairs and tell them that they're not important. And, you know, I mean, just <laughs> not that we are either. <laughs> no, and I'm not, I know that I'm not like, I know that I'm a fucking idiot, like flat out. Like you could call me whatever the hell you want, but like in the general scheme of things, I kind of suck generally at everything. And, and like, there's a couple things that I consider myself pretty good at, but I'm sure somebody would whoop me on those as well. But I, I appreciate the fact that I'm allowed to do what I do in the community and that people share and trade their knowledge with me. And, and like, and, and the only way I can give thanks for that is by doing whatever I can do to give that shit back. And and I wish more people There's had no your philosophy. I, I know. I, I know. I, I really wish more people had your philosophy on it and, and weren't the fucking idiot millworm kid who talks shit on Hack 5 I just, when... I just, I, just, I just think that it's more about their little job security because they know they can't do anything. Right. Or... I, I don't know. I... I I see it all the time in the field, and it just pisses me off. Yeah, get over your egos and, and just be nice to each other. Share, you know, learn. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, you know, and I, well, and it's probably you know the other thing of the kids trying to make them names. You know, it's it's like a it, it's security's kind of like a really shitty organized gang. Like the kids, <laughs> the kids at the bottom are like starting shit and beating people up just so they can try and make their way up in the field. And, then and the people up. at the top are like, dude, look at my rap list. I don't need to do anything. Now, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like here's my resume. Here's yeah. yours. Thanks, noob. See you later. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to point out one last thing. Sure. Um, that HD Moore is one of those people too. I'm, I'm a huge HD Moore fan. Like he, he's he's the guy that taught me how to be you know, open about everything and get the word out because he's all about full disclosure, right? So oh, yeah. let it let it out there so that people can either fix it or learn and get better. Right. You know? Yeah, no, I, H, HD's fucking awesome about, that, about all that stuff and he's one of those guys that like, he's, I guess if you're, if you're new in security, you, you kind of look like, oh God, it's HD more. I, I can't talk to him. Dude, he's the easiest fucking person to walk up to and go, hey, I really like yeah, your shit. Definitely. That's fucking yeah. cool. And and it's cool also because he's a humble dude. He's not he's not an yeah. elitist fuck like that. I mean, he's the first one to be like, "Oh, I don't know if I could do that." When like you know that he could do it. It's obvious, you know. And and that's like, you know, some of the times when shit gets posted to the list for our 303 list. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'll see HD respond in the middle of, you know, being in Japan at night yeah. because he's just trying to help somebody out with something. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, he's oh yeah, he's there's, there's a guy on the Metasploit list that I don't, I don't think I could help because I'd get pissed. And he's like <laughs> constantly, you know, trying to help him out and 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 get get it through to him how this thing works. And, and I, dude has patience, yeah. but yeah. Well, you know, and I, I think that's that's true for a lot of the Metasploit team. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think most of the people involved are are just like that. I mean, and and even you know, with with some of the other neat teams out there, I know our like attack research team. You know, everybody there is the same way. Well, I mean, we all bastardize from each other's teams, Perfect. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and that's that, and I thought it was funny when somebody started spamming our our AR list because um, I'm like, do you really want to be doing this? <laughs> you know, because I started getting all this mail on my attack research account, and I'm like, uh. Val, what's this? He's like, oh, this will be fun. So then that's when he started posting all the forensics on it on, on the blog. Uh, right. 
But it's so funny. And or you know, dude, look at the kids now that are all trying to you know DOS, uh, what DOS DOS Metal Blade. Then they DOSed Mike yeah. Mike Murray's company, and they're they're trying yeah, to DOS they, all these security companies Mike to be Murray's cool. Website. Dude, go make what? money. Like, stop fucking <laughs> yeah. around in your house. Go get a girlfriend and a job. But they're keeping it old school. Like, yeah. they're not doing it for money. Do you remember that old thing? Oh, was, it, yeah. was it Queeds and all those guys? Oh, no. like, oh, dude. Like, fuck white hats. You shouldn't do it for money. That's just wrong. You're selling out, bro. I'm like, fuck you. It's what I'm good at. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah. It's this or flipping burgers because I don't have anything else to fucking do. Fucking right, dude. That's why I wear the shirt. I'm InfoSec sellout because I am. Fuck yeah. I'll sell it out all day long. Why? Because I make the world a better place and I get to live. You know, like, I don't have to sit in a fucking basement somewhere. I don't have to be all, like, avant-garde and cool and, like, malnourished and, like, live with my mom. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know, you made a point a second ago about HD, how he, um, how he's the easiest guy to walk up to. Um, and that's, I, I did a talk at, at uh, uh, the Ojo Sec, which is an awesome uh, yeah. monthly conference up at, um, in Maryland, about getting a, a uh, basically going couch to career in 80 hours or less, right? Um, but, you know, it's all about confidence, and it's not just the InfoSec world. Anybody who's looking for a job, it's, you know, you have to realize that the rock stars or the, the people in, in any business are approachable. They're just people. Yeah, right. If they're an ass about it, if they're an ass about it, you don't want to be around them in the first place. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it gets me because people will go up to, to Darren and or or some of the other people that I know in the field and, and be like, oh, hi, and, and not do anything. I mean, just, you know, maybe not even go up to them. It's like, come on, they're just people, man. Yeah. It's yeah. just, they're... they're well, and, you know, <laughs> well, I know a couple of podcasts ago we had that kid, we, we called that kid up and he's like, how do you get into the security industry? How do you get a job? And I got to ask that question again while I was smoking a cigarette outside Chicago Comedy's two kids that were in like, yeah. were in a school. And uh, it's like, go to every conference you can. If you hear somebody talking about something cool, walk yeah. up to them, ask them questions. Like, if, they're, if they're giving a speech, that's what they want you to do. Because they and they're enjoy into it. It's like oh, the shit that they like. Yeah. Buy them a drink. Yeah, right? Yeah, go to fucking the person who The speaker who doesn't have anybody walk up to them and have questions <laughs> is not happy about it. Right, nice. right, exactly right. And, you know, and I, I always think that's funny because, you know, like I, I have that same go, thing go on where I'll give like some weird, crazy talk on hacking people's brains and shit like that. And then somebody will come up and go, hey, are you hacking me right now? <laughs> oh, dude, I just, I have fun talking about this shit. Like, I really like it, you know? Like, oh, I'll teach you all sorts right. of crazy stuff. And and it's just, it, it proves a, a huge point that, that I think needs to kind of stay in our industry forever is that we, we grew this industry based on sharing and based on kind of being friendly and I don't know how it turned that our industry got a rap of being like these kind of elitist, we don't talk to anyone, but but we need to kind of re-promote that whole like, hey, this is a community and it's meant to be treated yeah. as a community and you can come, you know, it, it, uh, the thing I like the most about the security world is it's from, from BBSs till now, it's always kind of been like this social anarchy, right? Like there's no real laws, you can come in at any time you want. But if you fuck up and you're kind of amoral and you're acting like an asshole, you just get kicked out of the community, and and people just know, Hold hey, well, I'm not island. gonna, yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna share information <laughs> with you anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. And I, I think that that that's something that we need to keep promoting, just as a as a 
you know, total community is that we want new people to come in. We want, you know, I don't want anyone to be intimidated by any of us. Like, if you see me anywhere, please say something. Even if it's, you know, me walking out of the strip club at 7 o'clock in the morning, haggard as hell, because I had been in Vegas all with night. With a blow-up doll. Yeah, with... with <laughs> no, what that's a, Sally, my life partner. What else, what else would you have with you at a strip club? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's how I keep the strippers away. Um, <laughs> it's a lot cheaper that way. <laughs> But no, I, dude, that's a that's a huge and it's an excellent point. Well, um, we'll we'll let you go because I know that your your kids are probably freaking out and wondering why Daddy's still walking across the road and talking to people. So I <laughs> I, I, I don't want a van with like a modified muffler. That was the sound that that looked, sounded like a race car. <laughs> oh. that was, was it the A team? Whistle tip, bub rub, <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to I wanna, wanted to give a little teaser for tour camp. Um, yeah. In the offensive security class, they teach you about code caves. Um, the the cracking the perimeter class, they teach you about code caves, and it's where you put like your shell code in the middle of an executable so that it doesn't change size and it's hard to find whatever. Well, I took that idea and I expanded it to the whole enterprise. So think about where you can store stuff in the enterprise that will survive. Not only a reboot, but a reimage. So that's nice. what I'm going to be teaching at, teaching at Turk Camp. Very cool, very very cool. Well, I'm thank you again for for putting it all out there and and for teaching the classes because, you know, I I know just because Val and Chris and I are working on revamping the whole SE class that that I was going to teach right. at Chicago Con. Um, so Val, Val and Chris and I, and Val and Chris are going to do some of the technical parts, and I'm doing all the social parts and and all the human parts. Um, and and dude, I know all the human parts. Yeah, yes. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's how I roll now. You need to talk more like that. More, we like this. Um, but uh, no, I I can I can connect with you on on how hard that shit is and how much time it takes out of you personally to put those workshops together. So th- thank you for the blood, sweat, and tears on it because I know it's it's not an easy thing to put together. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, dude, if, if anyone... And, and I appreciate you you guys doing your classes. And Jackalope, congrats on, on flying solo. On hey, that's the best kind. <laughs> Wait, is that like masturbation? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, flying solo. Wow. Dude, this Whoa. is a good... This is the this is the fucking dirty porn episode. <laughs> um, right on. Hey, man, you just baited it. I throw it out. Anytime, anywhere. Oh, dude. All right. Well, uh, what other conferences coming up soon, real quick? any Anything else that you're speaking at or going to where people can harass you? Uh the the podcasters meetup is which you guys are invited to since you're doing podcasts, dude. Now, I um, at Def at DefCon. Okay, I got I got oh. that and I just saw it yesterday because it was in my spam folder, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what thanks. the fuck is this? I, hey, dude, Postini did it, not me. <laughs> what? So right. I I just got thanks, it. Well, thanks for the information on your email server. Yeah. Hey, I don't care. Go ahead, hack it. It's the <laughs> You can hack all the exotic liability shit all day long. It's a free community. <laughs> but kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a challenge. Yeah. All right. Nah, man. But the podcasters meet up. It'll be in its second year. Uh, third year at SwooCon, Second year at DefCon. Uh, Paul.com will be heading it up. as, And we'll have a whole, uh, uh, what should we call it? The Skybox. The whole, whole Skybox the whole day. Um, opened up. I believe open the um, podcasters to do their podcast in quiet nice. um, anytime they want. 
and the meetup will have drinks and all kinds of cool stuff free. Um, come on and say hi. Hell yeah, Remember which absolutely. day it was? You probably just said it. I'm like, in plan a day. Do you remember what day it was? Uh, it will either be on Friday or Saturday, but um, all the information will be on podcastersmeetup.com, which hasn't been updated since SpooCon, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, we're looking forward to hanging out, and thanks again for the time today, man. We really appreciate it. No problem. All right, Have brother. fun being on. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Talk later. to you later, man. Bye. Bye. Yay! So, I guess it's time to... Uh, what? We're going to sign off. Say goodbye. We should do some yeah, it's, that's fine. Chris, I, just, Chris, I had to like take, like, my, headphones off. take my headphones <laughs> off. Like, sweating. Chris is like, oh, God. we're not talking anymore. We're just going to abandon you. We don't we're need gonna, to talk. We're going to leave you hanging. Kind of uh, like, I don't even know. Leave you hanging? Is that like when you're flying solo and the phone rings? Double clicking my mouse? Oh, nice. Hey, what do you do in your own home? You should, shouldn't business? just let me talk in a microphone. I'm, I'm not responsible for anything that comes out after I've had like two double mochas. Is that the problem? Because you're hey, fucking well, bouncing you know. off the wall. <laughs> like, you're all chatty. And oh, dear. <laughs> I didn't do it. It's not me. So, uh, all you guys who think you have Windows 7, <laughs> make sure you didn't download it off the botnets, or download the botnet version. Because they might have you. Because there's a uh, Windows 7 release candidate infected with a Trojan horse. It's <laughs> 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 apparently already infected, like, 27,000 people within hours. <laughs> That's dude. You know, speaking of that same thing, uh, they did a. They do it on IDC. IDC did a study, and it says forty-one percent of all PC software installed everywhere in the world is pirated. (laughs) That's a lot of fucking pirated software. Forty-one percent. How do you figure that out? I don't know. They're gangster. They just pull everyone in the world. I guess they they actually control all the backdoors. They probably all these fucking pirated software. Probably you know when everybody like rents the like hundred million machine botnet. That's probably like they just rent the machine and just run uh, like Ecora on it. (laughs) If you never used Ecora, Ecora's kick ass. Uh, It's good for grabbing information off machine. Badass. Ecora is really cool because you can do all of these like local system audits and policy audits and like essentially dump everything that there possibly is to configure in a Windows box like really quickly with like a little lightweight agent that pulls everything off the machine. And then you can do all sorts of config analysis against the thing. It's it's really sick. But anyway, um, yeah, 41% of all software is pirated. That's just sexy. I think they made up the number. They, it's like Verizon and Symantec. They're just like, they just make up fucking numbers. Well, I mean, just think about how many times you've pirated Photoshop. Like, how many people, I, I would love Dude. to know, like, in the world. Dear Adobe, not only do we laugh at you because of the exploits, we pirate your software. <laughs> but I, don't, I didn't mean I like you in particular. I just, or I yeah. mean, you like We you as in you. the editorial, as in the world. Yeah. Hey. I, no, but like, to the listeners, like, <laughs> God, I can't I'd really like to know, like, how many copies they actually sell versus how many copies are out there in the world. Oh, God. Because, I mean, I, I, I know way too many people are, like, passing around CDs. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally know people Not like that, that I would ever install Photoshop, because actually I have no idea how to use it. Yeah. That does some voodoo magic. It's for Mac people only. <laughs> oh, wait, you're a Mac person. Oh, oh, look at that. Right in front of me. There's a Mac. Okay, oh, I still don't cute. know how to use Photoshop, and I have like two Macs. So you got me. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. Whatever. You're a girl. <laughs> wow. There you go, PJ. And there's the sign off. So. Yeah. <laughs>
uh, any comments, feel free to call us. What's the number, Karen? The number is... Call us. You can call me an asshole. You can call me a jerk. Idiot. Arrogant. He he really likes it when people call him arrogant. That's awesome. How about the number is listed on exotic.liability.com? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Okay, so if you want to call we're us, it's the new, pull it's up the new our information website society first. hack. You got to find our number. Ooh. <laughs> the number is 303-242-5481. And you can probably leave us a voicemail because we won't be here to answer it. Sure. Uh, okay. You guys have fun. We're setting off. Later. Bye. Bye.